One, two, three, four. Sin and gin. Sin and gin. La 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 la. Talk about things that other people put in the bin. La la la. Hey. Hello. Hey everyone. Squidly bees. Hello. This is Victor Garsley. The. <laughs> It's me, Carl. Crowboy. And it's me, Halo. We, we looked at each other there to see who would go next, and neither of us went. Well, I thought it would be you to go next. And together, we, we are, are Victor and the Bully. And Crowboy. Steamy, and dreamy, Halo. creamy. <laughs> dreamy. And we are also here with the, my lovely girlfriend, Ooh. Louise. Louise cut hair. Well, I did. Louis. I need, I need to be christened, don't I? Do you need a name? Yeah, I need a name. Um, right. uh, okay. The Big Crow. Uh, the big what? The big crunch. The big crunch. Ready and da, 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 and it's the big crunch. The big crunch. crunch. Oh come on. Or Lou the Pooh. Lou the Pooh. Lou the Pooh. Okay. Phones had to very much put your butt plug away. Very much. My phone's on silence. This is phones on silence. This terrible. is so unprofessional. This has been the worst intro yet. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, there's the four of us. We're in Bracknell. Yeah. And we're drinking. Who's okay. surprised? Shocker. <laughs> uh, I've got pink gin and lemonade. I've got Guinness. And Nancy's I've got, got... What have you got? Matthias. Matthias. What is it? Like it's a, Matthias. Like, is the one. I got it because I like the shape of the bottle. They're really small. They, it, does it make you feel like a giant? Uh, most things make me feel like a giant, unfortunately. Old <laughs> yeah. oh, big gammon hand, Nancy. <laughs> I mean, it looks like dessert wine. And Lou, what have you got? Pink gin as well. I have, yes. And uh, yeah, so, so we're here in Bracknell. Uh, we're here uh, for the Enchanted Market. Uh, so we're currently in this absolutely gorgeous Airbnb that we booked. It's massive. Currently, Storm Dennis has been f flicking us all over the place. Flicking Dennis, he, touched, <laughs> he, he got into my crevices. He did. Crevulated. Uh, but me. we're in this uh, Airbnb. We've just had this nice Chinese. Yeah, it was nice. And yeah. uh, we. They got were this... very happy to be cooked, but. We're cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> and um, fucking hell. I don't know where we're going with this. And uh, yeah, so we're in Bracknell. We're here for Enchanted Market. Uh, we've just um, we had a little walk around earlier. There was a few little stalls. Um, I got a nice new waistcoat from the wonderful Rob Mabin. Um, and Lou got a new corset, um, and then we also we had the wonderful uh, jukebox playing some games. And I'm really jealous because uh, Joe and Nancy won, won prizes. prizes, and I didn't win a prize. We're sportsmen. So I feel left out right now. Uh, so yeah, we're but here. You have a girlfriend, and we just have badges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, was, what was a real human woman? <laughs> <laughs> and can we can we can we say what was on the badge? Um, it uh, says an abundance of buffoonery, which, which I think is I very think fitting. Great, yeah, phantasmagorical. Phantasmagorical. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're playing at the after party tonight. So we got it's currently quarter to six, and our sound checks at eight pm, and uh, so we're on we're on stage at eleven pm. So we've got a little bit of a way yet before we're actually doing stuff. Um, so we're just enjoying gin, Chinese, and in a minute we're going to play Super Mario Party. Um, yeah, and later in the podcast you'll hear we catch up with the one of the event organisers. Yes, Mr. Mr. Uh, Baz from Sprig and Mist. Uh, we've got Count Factula on. Um, we've, what else have we got? We've got, we got Asking Nancy. We'll see what's going Nancy. on in the world of Nancy this week. <laughs> and uh, we've we, got... We've got our facts. We've got, yeah, we've got our facts, but we also got our... 
paranormal dating. We're going to make a short story with some paranormal dating, and uh, we're just going to see where we go from there. Yeah. 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 Uh, so on the last podcast, obviously we was at Stupid Cupid, so uh, we're just going to chat about that. Um, hit it. Mel and Joe in America. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I sadly, uh, we went without Nancy. We had to leave Nancy at I home. Think it was a punishment. Uh, no, it was a punishment. <laughs> uh, because I did bad things. No, it's mostly because of those visa restrictions against you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because of your genocide and war crimes. <laughs> that is fair. When we were filling out the Esther, it was like, have you done any genocide? We're like, no. Maybe. Maybe. What if I want to commit genocide when I'm there? Is that allowed? <laughs> Might do one whole genocide. Just a light genocide. A gen- genocide diet. A couple diet, of thousand. Yeah. A genocide. Yeah. couple of thousand. Genocide zero. Uh, but yeah, so we went to America and we had a bloody good time, didn't we? we had about, so we, um, I mean, so we had about a seven hour flight. Uh-huh. The best thing about the flight, I thought, was your... So we were flying economy, obviously. We're not, you know. And then uh, Joe... Can't eat milk and dairy, and he's lactose. I'm lactose. And so they gave him one of the meals from first class, which was a steak dinner. Yeah, yeah. I, I do actually think we spoke about that last yeah, think, time. Oh yeah, we have. Actually, yeah. <laughs> he's not over it yet. He's not over it. He was so I jealous. Was so jealous. He was practically seething. I was seething. Uh, so then we also did. Um, so when when we landed, Monty picked us up. Yeah. He uh, the great Montague Jack Fromage for yeah, those who didn't pick up the last episode. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it was a bloody good time, wasn't it? It we was. Watched, we watched the Super Bowl on the way back. Yeah, we got some... Neither of ch- us knew the rules of American football. It stops a lot for adverts, doesn't it? Yeah. Only sport like I know that we had a lot. We had a lot of chicken. We had a lot of chicken. But Stupid Cupid, how awesome was that? That was, that was bloody brilliant. Amazing and crowd. Unfortunately, Joe dropped his guitar and broke the guitar. So we got paid to get that. Yeah. During the second to last song, I stepped over the crowd, kind of. And kind of did this thing where I raised both hands in the air and my guitar took that moment to snap off uh, because I didn't have any strap And it wasn't locks. just like from like his waist to the floor. It was from his waist off the stage. <laughs> actually onto the... What happened the... then after? What uh, some, uh, someone lent me their guitar. It was... Um... Who did? I can't remember. Someone passed... So basically someone passed me a guitar and I played it. But yeah. whoever that is, you're very Rock kind. And um, Rock and roll. So yeah, we had a great time. Uh, plenty of... We ate so much, didn't we? We drank so much. Frozen Siren, please. Uh, Fantastic, please. The test has um, begun. We went to BJ's. I had a clam chowder. He had a clam at BJ's. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's America. We ate a lot. And we're so going back there again. Well, our next, yeah, our next uh, US trip is to Cogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Nancy again, because as punishment. <laughs> I'm not allowed in America. She's not allowed because of those hate crimes. That genocide. They would love that diet genocide she did. Nancy only commits love crimes. They call me the terrorist of love. (laughs) Is that like the space cowboy? The love terrorist. (laughs) Some people call Call me the terrorist of love. (laughs) 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 Um, So yeah, the next one we're going to get is at Cogs. Uh, We just need to sort out flights and stuff like that. But that's always a uh, cracking one. So Joe, how was your... How did you find it compared to the UK? Was it? Did you find it much different to the UK steampunk? Or no? Do you know what? It was. There were some comparisons. The guys, they're very, very passionate about it. I think you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene over there is great. I think the different, the main difference is it, it's a little more. Uh, the the genres are a little more separated. I think because of the steampunks, a few 
it's been around a bit longer in America than it is the UK. The UK scene's just starting to blow up, like in recent years. I think so. I think it's always been on the underground, but it's starting to get more mainstream. But in America, it's been it's it's kind of been part of. It's been talking about. It's been talking about. The thing I like is because obviously in the UK we're a bit more Victoriana. Mm. Yeah, and over there they've got a bit more of a cowboy vibe or a bit more of a um, like cosplay vibe. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I mean. But you get a lot of like steampunk cosplay in like the comic cons and things like that now in America, and that's starting to seep into the English. But I think what's quite nice about the UK scene is you get this blend of. I think we were talking about it. You'll hear it in the interview with. Oh no, I didn't say it in the interview with Baz. Did I? I said it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got this blend of the kind of alternative genres. Kind of they, there's there's. Uh, there's grey areas where the two mix. So we're talking. We're we're playing a pagan event yeah. uh, tonight, but there is very much a steampunk element because mm-hmm. um, there's there's the steampunk alley in the uh, yeah, they, they, in the market. The, yeah, the pagan and the steampunk certainly blend, but they complement. I think you get a lot of blend in the UK scene, which is quite nice to see. Yeah, everyone yeah. just has a big hug. Sticking together. What? Everyone's sticky together. Everyone. <laughs> everyone was so friendly, weren't they? It's super cute. Like, oh, like, yeah. like the moment we got there, like I, I mean, I don't know, but I felt like for you that it felt like you'd been there before. Yeah, no, that was exactly it. I think the hospitality uh, was great, but I think that's a, that's the thing that's mirrored in the steampunk scene wherever you go. Like, because a lot of these people I've met, I've met a few times, but. Well, they embraced, I, I they embraced well, me like, a, like know, they knew me. Yeah, was, well, that's that the thing. I, I kind of forget that you hadn't like met these people before. So I'm like, oh, there's Joe. Like, instead of like, oh, actually, yeah, I need to introduce. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, they did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> they did it for you. And the Eternal Frontier was like saying thanks to your amazing dancing as well when they were playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean... My dance moves are legendary. And we had, yeah, they are. Yeah, we had, we went into the sauna, not sauna, the uh, jacuzzi. We went into the jacuzzi. I mean, tour life is hard. Tour life is hard. You missed the jacuzzi sauce. I saw the picture and uh, it gave me joy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me oil in my well, life. Keep me somebody burning. put bubble bath in it and it had this kind of like. Yeah, it was really foamy. And but it had this like. If you looked, I didn't. Tr- I tried not to look too carefully, but there was this like soft scum layer on it, oh. and, and like. What, what are you like, talking about? That was my favourite bit. There was like little hairs yeah. that I saw. Yeah, give it a little lick. I did. Yeah. Mermaid look. As long as the bubbles are on, you don't know. No. Yeah. Keep keep the soft. But we scum had to, to yourself. we had to be in two hotels. The first one was this like little motel, which was alright. But then the second one was this nice. It was a Hilton, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a Hilton. It was a Hilton something. Or was it a Marriott? No, Marriott, you're right. Yeah, it was Marriott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, yeah, tall life sad. And then our journey back, we pretty much slept the entire way, didn't we? Yeah, two sleepy boys. Well, that's that's the American recap. Uh, two boys with bad memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got facts for you. You've got facts for me. Here comes Count Factula to train you with his facts. Count Factula. <laughs> yep, there's that Count Factula. Can only mean one thing. That can only mean one thing. We are back with our facts. I don't give now, a fact. <laughs> everyone loves facts, uh, especially weird and wonderful. These facts haven't been fact checked, but we've read them and we believe that they are true and wonderful. Sorry, did, did I miss the bit where we now pronounce wonderful, wonderful? <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Is that a new pronunciation? It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> like it's wonderful. It's Count Factula says it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so hit us. Hit, our, us with, hit us with your best our facts. Our first fact 
of this podcast is going to be from Halo. Hit me with right. your best fact. Right, this is my fact, and um, I think it encapsulates my love of crustaceans. Um, so <gasps> Another okay. crustacean fact? Yes. Um, right, so lobsters, they taste... Lobsters taste with their feet. Uh, tiny <laughs> bristles inside a lobster's little pincers are their equivalent to human taste buds, and their teeth are in one of their three stomachs. I mean, we learned about stomachs learned last about, time. We learned we? about stomach. We the learned about time. teeth in stomachs, well, but I didn't know about the taste buds in the feet. I mean, yeah. What? What? If you could eat anything with a foot, what would it be? <laughs> Spaghetti. Wait, but how do they taste? Do they? They don't consume it. Uh, oh, that, that's interesting. I didn't look that deeply into it. I like a do little they, bit do of they mystery. stroke it. I imagine it's more a, about a, a, if it's good to eat or not. So they you just give it a little stroke. You give it a little because you could you imagine like, doing actions here. Well, yeah. like how many times have you have you gone to eat something that looks delicious and it's got oh this is nasty and now it's in my mouth and um, I've got the taste of it. Imagine if you just rub your foot on it and yeah. you go. Do you know what? I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm not going to sully my mouth. Really. <laughs> I'm going to put my delicious foot taste buds. Yeah. But if that was on humans, could, do you think it'd be suitable to in restaurants? Oh, absolutely. But I guess if everyone did it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it was the norm. I quite like the idea of spaghetti, though. I feel that would feel quite nice on my foot. Yeah, I, I just want like them long bits your to just go up the, the area. <laughs> Sorry. Do you, do, you have, do you have normal feet, Nancy? <laughs> Um, actually, your feet my have areas. Feet, Don't get them very... out. Don't... <laughs> Look, oh God, they're, she's they're getting very... her feet out. Oh God, they're, they're very high in step. They're basically like triangles. Oh yeah. So uh, they make. Yeah. Be... yeah. Basically, Nancy's from The Sims Two, and she's got triangle <laughs> feet. Is what we've learned today. The, today's facts from Nancy is that Nancy's got triangle feet. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> ignore the thing about lobsters. lobsters. So, well, I, I was. Um, I've recently introduced. Louise to the slipper lobster. Ooh. You like the slipper lobster, don't I do, you? I do like Everyone, the Everyone, you should Google the slipper lobster. It does not look like a lobster. Does it look like a slipper? I'm having a It looks look a little now. bit like a slipper. And it, but if you put it on your feet, you taste it. Christ. <laughs> slipper. Oh, okay. Just it with your right toe. Yeah, just, put, just dip it. And she's checking out the slipper lobster. What do you think? Um, does it look like a slipper? He actually looks friendly. That's all don't you think? There's just something more. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never owned a pair of slippers that look like that. Me neither. But um, they, look, they look like a pair of old slippers. <laughs> I mean, here it looks like if a mermaid took her tail off. Yeah. 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 So everyone, go Google slipper lobster. Yeah. Okay. While you're doing that, we'll move on to fact number, number two. two. Sorry. Okay, Joe. So my fact. Now cast your mind back to ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt. Okay. Are you 20 years ago. Dusty. Very dusty. <laughs> I don't like sand. <laughs> uh, and we're talking uh, King... Right, I'm definitely going to get this wrong. Okay. Nefakare. Yeah. Uh, also affectionately known as Pepe II. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Pepe II. He was from the 6th dynasty in the Old Kingdom. And his Obviously. name his name means the beautiful is the car of Ray. Uh, yep. Yep. Obviously. Good. And he ascended to the throne at age six. And that's not the interesting thing about him. And he lived, and this is quite impressive, uh, 2,284 BC to 2,216 BC, mm -hmm. which means that he was 
further away from Cleopatra than we are. Okay. Interesting. That's not the fact, but he had extreme dislike of flies. Mm-hmm. So what he used to do is cover his servants with honey, so that the flies would be attracted to him, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, indulgent and strange. Um, he also lived for sixty years, so maybe there was something in that. The old honey lad, old honey boy. I mean, he lived sixty years <clears throat> in two thousand BC. That's pretty impressive. That's... Yeah. Is he alive now? Yes. Good. He's uh, <laughs> he's haunting tombs. <laughs> one haunty boy. He's one haunty boy. He's so spooky. That's the picture of him. Wow. <laughs> there you go. And, and what do people what do people search for to Pepe the second? He's made of alabaster. Oh, good. Wow. So <laughs> not, he, not in real life. Do you think? Do you think if he had any other dislikes, he'd come? Surely the honey would attract bees as well, though. Well, I think it would. I think the idea was. What was it, the bee population like in ancient? We needed honey for the bees. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I, I think to be fair, <laughs> all right. you didn't fit that one all the way through, did you? What do flies make? Lemsip. But yeah, well, this is the thing. I think they associated, and you know, it would attract what were in North Africa. So it'd be mosquitoes. Um, all kinds of nasty oh, things. Oh, so it wasn't just like blue balls. He hated all flies. He hated them all. Oh, wow. He was like, I want them on my servants. <laughs> Get them they were dying by the, by the, by the tens. <laughs> just... They were dying by the droves. And he was fine. He was... Um... Oh, thank God. And, and when he got... 60s. Hun- so 60s is a good age for back yeah, then. Yeah, and I, I heard when he was hungry, he just dips his toast in their backs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he did. That's what he did. And that's why he was called the Toast King. Pepe the Toast King. Pepe the Toast King. Uh, yeah. No, he, he actually was referred to as... Uh, not in this article, but I read it somewhere else. He was known as the Fly King. Oh. Uh, for that reason. How ironic. Yeah. I hate flies. <laughs> it's the Fly King. You're the Fly King. No, no. <laughs> Call me the Honey King. Yeah, yeah. I want to be known for all the honey I slavered on everyone, but no. <laughs> the Honey Monster. The Honey Monster. Okay. Hey, Matt, what's your fun fact? My fun fact, in 1942, Polish soldiers um, ended up adopting a bear... Uh, and the bear's name, see if I can, it's spelt W. The Fly King. <laughs> it's spelt W O J T E K. Sorry, W O J. Can I read the T E K? And it's spelt, and, and it's pronounced Wojtek. But, yeah. I was going to. Yes, And this bear ended up becoming part of the Polish army. Right. Um, the 30 stone bear named uh, Wojtek was a fully enlisted soldier in the Polish army who joined the war effort alongside Britain and uh, alongside Britain and the Allies as war raged against Germany and Italy. Uh, so the bear was often used uh, to guard uh, trucks. Honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was also he was used to guard trucks and make sure that nobody came along, um, but also. It's, it's just bad. quite sad. Well, mm. they used to give the bear uh, lots of alcohol because oh. they found it funny to get the bear drunk. But they used to give him cigarettes as well. Oh. But, but yeah, but he used to eat them. Yeah. Um, so they found him. As, so I do it. Yeah, they found him as a uh, as a little cub. Oh. And they basically just brought him up, and he basically became uh, their mascot. Mm. Um, and then. As the war was finishing, uh, they basically the it's kind of Polish government wanted to 
take him away is and and basically use him as like but the army didn't like the idea because the whole bear be used as like propaganda and blah 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 um, so they refused to give it What's to him. He so should be crowned. I associate, I associate them too much with, with Russia as well. Yeah. Um, so the bear ended up growing up so big that he had to be fed double rations. Uh, mm. And uh, a lot of the time water was quite scarce. And, obviously, and the bear used to go and drink the shower water. Good um, on him. Good on him. Uh, where is it? So eventually it was time for the stranded Polish soldiers to leave Iran and join up with allied British soldiers. The Polish uh, artillery company marched through North Africa, blah, blah, blah. He earned a reputation for raiding food supplies, but uh, Wojtek proved his usefulness when he stiffened out a spy snooping around the camp. I mean, that's fair. I mean, to be fair, it's pretty terrifying to see a bit. I mean, the ancient Romans came across uh, elephants when yep. they fought uh, Hannibal uh, in, in North Africa. Um, I imagine seeing a bear would be pretty well, scary. Well, the bear was granted uh, the rank of private and given his own salary, rations, and serial number. What's he going to do with a salary? <laughs> spend he it? was housed with the other men in tents and transported in a wooden crate. If you were a bear, what would you spend your salary on? Honey. Hot other lady. Honey. Hot honey. Hot lady bears. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll, like, I'll, I'll go to Amsterdam bear. and see a hot lady I'll, bear I'll, show. I'll spend it on slaves slathered in honey. Oh, uh, slaves slathered in honey. Well, I want to know, you know, did, it, was, did he die in the war or...? Um, let me have a look. I think he died. Uh, An old bear after the war. Yeah, in 1963. Oh, so he survived the war. Yeah, eight years after victory, he was dead. He died at the age of 21. Is that good for a bear? And the bear lived out his final days eating cigarettes at Edinburgh Zoo. (laughs) Yep. I mean, if he. That's how I want to go. So that is my fact about Wojtek. I'm glad he didn't die in combat. War war bear. Bless him. I mean, he's, that's a good bear. A good bear. Quahemche, one, boy one good grizzly boy. Kohamche. Kohamche. Wait, let's all raise a glass. Kohamche. Kohamche. Kohamche, Kohamche We are here with Baz from Sprig and Mist. Big Baz. Uh, hello. Hi. Say hello. 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 Hi. Um, so. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. That's it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> So, um, Baz, how's it going? We're here at Enchanted Market. It all seems to be going extremely well. It's actually insane. We've had the busiest market so far. It, does, it looks the busiest. We, when you consider we started this... The queue for the this, bar was awful. <laughs> <laughs> when you consider we started this in 2012, um, we had 10 stalls, uh-huh. three bands, and it was done all in one room. And, um, and it was just a little event to get us gigs because nobody would book us. <laughs> Wise. Yeah. And so what we did, we hired a hall, got a big band that everybody wanted to listen to, had the stalls pay for the hall, and it's just spiraled out of yeah, control. It's and got now crazy. It's today. In fact, it looks like you've got half a Bracknell down here. Oh, they're from all over the country. We've got people from Scotland. We've even got people from Reading just up the road, which is That's to, to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of those lot from Reading, honestly. You know, it's getting them back again. You yeah, know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, especially with Storm Dennis about lurking. Storm Dennis, he you know. He came what? down. Just yeah. have, you, have you secured your patio furniture? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gained a trampoline. No, no, not at all. So, uh, so Sprig and Mist. How long have you been going with Sprig and Mist? Uh, we started 11 years ago. Um, and this, well... 
we had our tenth birthday last year. Oh, yes, you yeah, did. and we've had we've had more members than Hawkwind. <laughs> uh, but Maxine and I found the members. We we've been there since the beginning, and Colin, the drummer, mm-hmm. because he can't find a better offer. He's been there. <laughs> he's been there nine years now. Okay. So, he's, yeah. so if you could describe your music in oh, one sentence, this is yeah. this is a it's difficult the question, one. It? It's because people describe say it, to, describe it in a, in a guttural sound. <laughs> no, no, give, give, give if us, I had to describe it, it's it's uh, prog folk. Prog folk. Oh, yeah, probably prog. prog. But there's lots of elements and there's lots of instruments. If I there is, recall. yeah. I mean, the, uh, Maxine plays well, 37 instruments to performance standard. And God, but, just the stand, just the setup alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she plays uh, her first instrument's clarinet. Um, She plays saxophone, she plays guitars. Shreds the guitar, yeah. Shreds the guitars. Recorders, she has made recorders cool. I mean, I thought they were already cool, but maybe that's just me. (laughs) Free blind mice. So, yeah, and we kind of encroach a little bit on the steampunk market. Yeah. Yeah, Which is how we met you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that came from the very first Enchanted Mark. We had a guitarist who decided to dress steampunk. And I thought, oh, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they do the steampunk like and sort of the pagan and that. It all seems well, to blend pretty well. do you well. know what? The Enchanted Market, I think, has... Uh, and, and, you know, Jukebox has, yeah. has managed to do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we've had Steampunk Alley now for four years, I think, at, at um, the Enchanted Market. And it has really... And we always sort of amalgamated everything. And we always try to have on the main stage, uh, a, a top steampunk act. Yeah. We even had Victor and the Bully one year. Yeah, that it's was... a shame you couldn't get a top one that year. Yeah. <laughs> but this year we got Captain Lost Waves. Yeah, who is so, a top steampunk act. Uh, so we've got, we've got Captain Lost Waves, and then we've got Dave the Bard, who is like the granddaddy of them all in the pagan world. Yeah. I mean, he, if, if Dave the Bard farts, everybody goes, oh, that's amazing! Yeah. You know, but he is Dave very good. Dave the Bard good. farts is also quite hard to say. Dave the Bard farts. <laughs> I can't believe I've just said that about the granddaddy of pagan <laughs> But, and of course, the after party, because the, the, the venue we're in is really good, but we have to stop at 10. And then you've got all these marauding pagans and now steampunks want to have a party. They're horns of mead. So this year we thought we'd bring, you know, Victor and the Bully for the after yeah. party. We're looking forward to it. We're variety boys and girls. Yeah. Boys and girls now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nancy's yeah. doing well joining in. So you've got, you got a new member Silent as well? We have Faye Brotherhood. Um, this is her third gig with Blimey. us. Yeah. Uh, she's already performed today because we booked her to, to play here. Um, before she, if she doesn't start whipping out recorders, I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. She has bought some and plays oh, it well <laughs> and plays it with her nose. Yeah, yeah. but no, Faye's a, a very accomplished musician, amazing bazooki player. She played here in 2015, and somebody said to me, "Have you seen that girl on the bazooki? She's killing it." And mm. I thought, "Oh, what do you mean she's killing it? She was literally killing it, smacking <laughs> it like, <laughs> like she hated the thing." But um, yeah, she's brilliant, and, she, nice. and not not just a great musician and a great singer. She is a really Good. nice person. Well, yeah. So what? Um, so what have you got lined up this year with Sprig and Miss and any other events? Well, um, the Enchanting Market is kind of the big event we do. We we we've got a. a I like camp. the time of the year for it as well because it yeah. sets up the year. You know. Well, it's at the time. It's of, normally everyone's first one. Yeah, it's the time of Imbolc as well, which is obviously mm. a, a pagan festival. Um, it was the first one, sort of like the first one of the year, and everybody's kind of getting out of their, their Christmas and Yule slumber, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but we do a little camp, which is um, in August, mm-hmm. uh, called Colours the Oak, which is nowhere near as big as this. It's almost like everybody knows each other, and we, and we, we organise that. But for Sprig and Mist, oh, we've got lots organised. We've got a few festivals we're going to. And where can they find out all your... 
Oh, sprigamist.co.uk, www.sprigamist.co.uk, Facebook. We've got Friends of Sprigamist page because mm-hmm. um, I think that works really well. And music-wise, what's happening? Are you writing a new album? Or? Yes, we are. Literally, we are having a two-month break after mm-hmm. this gig tonight. Mm. And then we're writing a new album because we've got lots of music lined up and uh, Faze brought some stuff to the band as well. Nice. And also... Um, different keys you know it's like you know we had some stuff written she's going oh, guys I'd like to sing that in different keys so we've had to learn things in a different key yeah oh, always um, the worst yeah and, <laughs> just uh, it. and then Maxine, <laughs> Maxine will write a song and you know it'll be in about three keys anyway because she loves a key <laughs> yeah. change as our Max so yeah it's it, it is great um, we are really looking forward to this year because people are saying that um, not taking any way, anything away from former singers but they're saying that Faye has really lifted the band good Nice, nice. And anything else you'd like to add or share or I would just like to really thank Victor and the Bully for supporting this event because you guys have played (laughs) quite a a lot of this event now. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice to see well, the you, new members as well. Yeah. They, have you played? You've, have you played in Giant Market before? Crowbar? There was in Giant Market. The summer, a summer one. Yeah, the summer the spectacular. One. That's it. Yeah, I played that. You played the summer spectacular. Yeah, okay. that was good. But yeah. no, it, you it, dressed up in a corset. I dressed up in a corset. We have to remember that that all profits for this event go to a charity, and this one's going to Thames Hospice. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we raised six and a half grand for Daisy's Dream. Yeah. This one's for Thames Hospice, and all the bands are really, really generous with their fees and and uh you know that they do it for for the love some of them some for, for traveling from from far away do it for for just a bit of petrol money so we're really grateful for all that and nice. um, people have just have a great time and look if you obviously people who listen to this fans of victor and the bully are quite a lot of steampunk people obviously these are complementary genres in the uk like the sexy alternative underbelly, oh, as I call it. A sexy underbelly, I like yeah, that. Yeah, sexy mm. underbelly. We're all getting one of them, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but uh, I think definitely check out this. And if, I mean, this is bound to be on for years to come. So come but, down to the next one. It's quite funny because every year Maxine says, this is the last one. I can't cope <laughs> oh. with this. And then I'm on stage and I go, thank you very much, everyone. See you next See year. See you next year. <laughs> Max goes, oh. So <laughs> challenge to anyone listening to this, come next year. Yep. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Baz. Cheers. Thank you. Asking Nancy. So uh, this is the bit where we ask Nancy questions and make her really awkward. Nancy, how big are your shins? Uh, they're actually fairly large, I think, for my like proportionally. Good. End podcast. Uh, if you've got any questions, if you've got any questions for Nancy, yeah, send it to at gmail.com. If you've got, a, and we'll we'll pose them to her. Um, how big your shins? How sensitive your elbows? Uh, well, I checked last. What's your time. longest tooth? Um, uh, this this is similar. This sounds like. Yep. That tonsil thing that happened. Recently. Oh yeah, so yeah. yeah so tell us. Tell so us about so basically, Nancy has been having this ton- this story about a tonsil or something. We don't know what it's about. She hasn't told us. Uh, and every time she goes to talk about it, I'm like, save it for the podcast. Save yeah. the podcast. So this better be good and go. Okay. I, I hope I haven't told you guys. So um, obviously, as if you guys listened to the first episode. Matt and Joe made me a dating profile, and it's gotten me some unwanted attention. So anyway, this chat added added me, and normally actually... I'm I you know I discern if I want to add people on Facebook, but I felt I felt nice, and I was like okay okay fine, starts chatting, 
and um, he shows me this great cardboard house he built with like a, a picture of this character. I always confuse this character with the film title Freddy Got Fingered, but I think it's Freddy Krueger. Is that the guy with... Yeah? <laughs> I mean, they are very Real. different films. Right. One, Guys, one, one is a 90s... Uh, kind of indie film with Tom Green in it yeah. uh, about an adult man living with his parents yeah. and one is about uh, a guy who goes into people's nightmares and murders them right. I just want to show you guys the photos he sent me oh god um, because oh, can, want... can we guess first if it's Freddy Got okay. Fingered or Freddy Krueger it is Krueger but oh. I always oh, well, think what? it's Got Fingered oh what are you just ruined it oh no that's not that's not what sorry I, I wasn't Nancy's not good at this game <laughs> right okay he was sending you these pictures of a cardboard house he made yeah this, I mean it's quite wait, impressive so can, I'm can about we, to show you can we ask how old this man is I don't know but is he, he an adult man he is an adult man okay fine um, disclaimer anyway, disclaimer he's, he's blocked me and stuff now so Will you? I'll explain why yeah, yeah that's, that's fine show us the picture of the fucking cardboard um, house I just need to <laughs> Come quickly on, make some things safe First, so, oh no! You're only showing us. Yeah, I know. Have you got? Is there pictures of your boobies or something on there? <laughs> no. You sending pictures of your boobies? Are you sending, are you sending <laughs> no, pictures no. of your shins to boys? <laughs> your long right. shins. So this is the house he made. I mean, it's a good house. Right. No, I admire that. I really, really admire it. Actually, so, what, so when look, actually, look at the underpart, I know. Sorry, right? Just for obviously, people can't see this. No, but you guys are better but, at describing. So I mean, I it, it is a really nice cardboard house. That now, it, it looks like it looks like a doll's house. Yeah, it's it's good. You know, a lot of work. Okay. Right, and there's Freddy. There he is. He's yeah. got a trilby yeah. on. I mean, and look at this nice detail with little cutout letters. That is good detail. Yeah. So it's a front door she's shown us. Yeah, and this is the basement. And I thought, is this where? Okay, I'm? little cardboard yeah. basement. And he's made a chair. It's he's brilliant. made a chair for murdering. I'm thinking, this is is this where he wants to take me? Once yeah, he maybe. Puts his spell on me. You know, we've got more. Yeah. More, more detail. More yeah. detail. We, these, I thought that was quite cool. I mean, what are these? You need to. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, no, no. You, you, get to the you point. say. Get to the point. Right. Okay. So he shows me this. It's quite, you know. And then he <laughs> says, right, would you send me pictures of? Do you have your tonsils? And I'm like, yeah, I've got my tonsils. He says, would you send me photos of your tonsils? And I'm like, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Why? Sorry. Sorry, so you're talking about his cardboard house? Yeah. I, don't, I, I feel like me and Matt are investigative journalists after a murder here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you go from the conversation about... Uh, his cardboard house to, to your tonsils? He just went there. I'm a flexible person, <laughs> I, you know. So he was like, links to my cardboard house, give me a picture of your tonsils. Well, did he say why he wanted a picture of your tonsils? Uh, something to do with homeopathy. Homeopathy. Homeopathy? Home, homeopathy? Homeopathy? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was like, yeah, okay. And he was bugging me for them. I was like, look, I will do them for you, but I'm not in the mood right now. I'm a bit tired, okay? <laughs> Weirdest nudes ever. <laughs> so he asks me the next day, and I think, mm, maybe I shouldn't have said yeah, because I can't really, I can't be bothered. And then he wanted to know how long my tongue was. And I was like, how really do I measure my tongue? Because you the kind fact of have that to you do... actually measure your tongue? Well, I didn't, but he. Do you want to read how to do that? I no, mean, I'm, okay. It's yes, no, 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 no. I do. Right. Do anyway. Did he explain to you how you measure your tongue? Yeah, he did. There's that. Oh Jesus! So, so anyway, it's like a whole blurb on it. So Christ. anyway, he goes. 
at some a few days later, I'm wondering if you could also send me the pics today, full stop. I said, sorry, I'm too tired today. He said, when do you think you'll be able to? Now, I was a bit fed up because, you know, life is very demanding and job. And I said, I don't know. This is pressure. I don't want to commit to anything. I've, I've got a lot of demands all day and I don't want to say when. There are too many deadlines in my life. Don't count on me. So then um, he, he said, um, you are useless and unreliable. And I was about to type, I don't care. But then he blocked me. So... so- well, there we are. There's Nessie's so, tonsil story. I hope, <laughs> I hope I didn't take too long explaining I, that. I mean, just... if, if you told me that story was like, he was, instead of tonsils, he was asking for pictures of you nude, I'd be like, okay, that, that it sounds like... It wouldn't be unusual. An... I wouldn't report anything. No. I mean, there's no kink shame in here, but... No. Huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tonsils is a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, yeah. Only happens to you, doesn't it, Nancy? Yeah. So Nancy, you played your first show with Victor and the Bully. Yeah. How did you think it went? Did you enjoy it? I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was really nice and I feel very privileged to be part of oh, it. Ah, where's so, privilege yeah. having you on board? Thank you. Um, so you bled all on your yes, guitars? Yes, I yeah, did. Nancy, Nancy... I mean, it sounds very valiant and stuff, but actually it's just pure stupidity because I can't hit a guitar properly. You also yeeted a unicorn into the crowd. Yeah, llama. that, that, that oh, rainbow llama. Sorry, llama. Yeah. Yeah. He asked me to go back. He said, send, uh, send, send me, me home. Said, send me free. So I said, okay. And I let him kiss you both. And then I restored him. No, you did a fantastic job for your thing. And are you excited about playing later? I am excited about playing later. And singing Am I? Yeah. We're doing two, well, two extra songs where you're playing guitar. Yeah. Uh, it should be good. Yeah, good. Alright guys, well, the next part is now. Paranormal romance plot Spooky ghosts Sexy thoughts, oh yeah What's a thought? It's a slag, innit? <laughs> so, what are we doing? We are doing our random generator where we enter random things and this week we are doing a paranormal romance plot. Starring okay. Joseph Marshall. That's Starring me. Joseph Miller. So the anime. <laughs> so we have various uh, things that we have to enter in, adjectives and verbs and names and stuff. And this random generator is going to make a gorgeous uh, paranormal romance plot that is going to make you very excited. Which I'll read in my Kentish tones. We must mm-hmm. fill the vocabulary orify. So, <laughs> the first is the name of the hapless human. That's me, Joseph. Joseph, and he also needs a surname. Marshall? Marshall. <laughs> Never knew that. Strong name. <laughs> Strong, sturdy name. Deadly, deadly and dangerously attractive paranormal love interest. Uh, Any other name? Uh... Clements, Clements, <laughs> Fandango, Fandango. Yes, that's, that's a sexy. It. I mean, that's a sexy name. Clements Fandango. <laughs> what species is the love interest? A witch, a vampire, a werewolf, a uh, hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. I like that. It's <laughs> my height. <laughs> yeah. Hob. Hobglim. Hobgoblet. Hob, hobgoblet. Hobgoblet. It's like Hob and Goblin together. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Hobbling. Hobbling. Two, two features of the love interest, e.g. sharp fangs, long claws. Uh, extra long foreskin. Extra long foreskin. foreskin. That's Nancy's um, favourite. Yep, yep. That, yep, I like that. And, um, Four foot. And uh, j- furrowed brow. <laughs> 
How do you spell furrow? Furrowed like F U. R-R-O-W-E-D. Yeah, furrowed. Brow. Brow. Yeah. The species of a sworn enemy. Slipper lobster. Slipper lobster. Deadly slipper lobster. Our Nancy's fact of the week. A relative to the protagonist, mother, brother, friend, a uh, distant cousin. <laughs> distant cousin. Okay. Oh, I meant. Do you reckon that's a name? Mm. Click the suggest. No, button. it says mother. It says mother, brother. Click the suggest button. Oh yeah, 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 distant cousin. Then. Uh, Teacher. I think we can do better than that. Uh, rapey uncle. Uh, karate instructor. <laughs> yeah. Rapey All those. Uncle. <laughs> All those. My uncle's, actually, my uncle's actually very lovely. A little overweight. Yeah? Yeah. Aren't we all, buddy? Yeah. Aren't we all? A type of accident. Flying, hit and run, unfortunate. Parachute uh, failure. Oh. Mm. Dark. <laughs> yeah. That thing with hobgoblins. <laughs> Lots of parachute failure. Oh, parachute failure. Okay. I'm in. I'm, I'm invested. Okay. We've done it. It's in. An adjective that could be used to describe an object. Uh... Sl- creamy. Silky. Creamy. Snaky. Silky. 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 I like creamy. Creamy. Three adjectives. Oh, I don't know. Then it says three adjectives to describe somebody. An object. Let's just go to object. So, um. Shiny. So, are we changing the object here? Yeah? Crusty. Right. Wet. Crusty. Crusty. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but three adjectives to describe someone. Wet. Creamy. Creamy. Um. Uh. Gelatinous. G E L. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. T, yeah, you got it. An activity, singing, dancing, biting people. <laughs> uh, doing a shit. <laughs> archery. <laughs> doing, an arch- doing archery whilst doing a shit. Yeah, doing archery while doing a shit. It's a niche. Is- oh, I don't think it allows us to do swear words. Pooping. Well, uh, pooping. <laughs> pooping and scooping in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, pooping and scooping in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Two things a person creature could do to another. Bite, scratch, kiss. Make love. Make love. Lick. Mm. I think we can do better than these. Uh, embalm. Uh, embalm. Uh, embalm. Scrum. Like a rugby scrum. Like a rugby scrum. Is it scrum? Like a rugby scrum. Uh, like what, 11, is it like a tackle? Like 22 angry... No, it's like... You know they all like lean into each other? 22 angry men locking heads together. <laughs> erotic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's, if you actually saw one, it's the least erotic thing. A weapon. Uh, swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> Something you might feel alive, happy, uneasy. A boo. What? Um, <laughs> uh, dread. Mm, I, 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 uh, overwhelming sense of. Bloated. Bloat. <laughs> I'm bloated right now. Optional. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? Oh no, that's a bad word. <laughs> and finally, what's your, what's our um, what's our name? What's our author name? Author. Um, oh, uh, Stanley Persad. <laughs> Stanley Persad. Oh, oh. that could be a, it. Could be an author's name. I quite like okay, it. Okay, I'm going to click the button. Write me a paranormal romance plot, and the wonderful crowboy <clears throat> is going to read it out. I can't wait. I need more Guinness for this. So this is Embalm of a Hobgoblin, a paranormal romance by Stanley Passad. <laughs> Strap yourselves in, everyone. 
Joseph Marshall suspected something was a little off. Hey, that's you. That's me. When his gelatinous karate instructor <laughs> tried to embalm him when he was just six years old. Christ. That was a rough upbringing. <laughs> Nevertheless, he had lived a relatively normal life amongst other humans. Gelatinous. <laughs> Do you know what? That would have made the Karate Kid a completely different film, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry. So, nevertheless, he lived a relative. We've lost these two already. No. Nevertheless, he lived a relatively normal life amongst other humans. It wasn't until we bumped into the devilishly, devilishly wet hobgoblin, Clements Fandango, that his life began, finally began to make sense. <laughs> However, Clements pr- proved to be the creamy. <laughs> However, Clements proved to be creamy and seemed to have an unhealthy obsession with doing archery while pooping. <laughs> Joseph soon learned that Clements had, t- had taken an oath never to scrum a human being. <laughs> When Joseph's gelatinous karate instructor is injured in a parachute failure accident, Joseph realises his own life is at risk. Dum dum dum. Despite, Despite Clements' extra long foreskin and furrowed brow, Joseph finds himself falling for the hobgoblin. Only fate will decide whether he kills or protects him. One night, a slipper lobster appears before Joseph. <laughs> and warns him of a darkness within Clements. The Slipper Lobster gives Joseph the crusty swordfish, the only weapon that can defeat a wet hobgoblin. Will Joseph find him in himself to kill the only creature who's ever made him feel truly bloated? Hint. Yes. The end. Um, there's some praise for embalm of a hobgoblin. Oh my golly gosh, where can I find myself a tasty wet hobgoblin? The Daily Tale. <laughs> oh please, like a human would ever be able to kill a hobgoblin with a crusty swordfish. Enid Kibbler. <laughs> I didn't like the gelatinous karate instructor at all. And I was glad when the parachute failure accident happened. Hit the spoof. Oh my god, I got a headache from laughing. <laughs> the blurb spot the plot. I don't need to read it now. It said Zob Gloop. <laughs> So that is <laughs> Embalm of a Hobgoblin by uh, Stanley Prasad. I mean, what did you think of the story? I, mean, I love how it's got a... I love it's got like a kind of pagan Wiccan woman oh. as an auto-generated picture. <laughs> wow. We should publish that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Wow. At the bottom. Make it available it, on the page. Yeah, we'll make, we'll, make it, we'll make the transcript available on the page yeah, if we can. Because um, that Just was screenshot and or I'll tap it up. I'm more amazed I managed to keep a straight face during that whole oh fucking thing God. while you two were cracking oh, up. Was, oh, mate, mate, you lost it at gelatinous, gelatinous <laughs> karate instructor. <laughs> I, <laughs> just, I liked at just six years old. Just six years old. Christ, oh, what dear. a life he lived. Well, that is the uh, paranormal romance. <laughs> Hey guys, we're, hey. we're back, uh, we're after, well, the, the morning after the gig. Um, Matt's hungover. I'm hungover, shocker. <laughs> yeah. I was drinking a lot of um, Strongbow Dark Fruit. A lot of uh, hard lemonade. Yep, <laughs> some, uh, some street whiskey. Street whiskey. Street whiskey. Whiskey straight from the streets. Yep, um, Nancy's here with her mortal lips. Yes. She did, she... <laughs> Did absolutely amazing uh, singing "Am I?" I was really good. And that was that was <laughs> the whole crowd just going the "Hey yo, hey yo," which uh, I, I had that wasn't even in the song. Yeah, <laughs> I'd literally had goosebumps when that was going. That was awesome. But everyone was just up dancing from the very beginning. I was um, I was rock hard. 
I had, I had a boner. No, I'm, I, I meant emotionally. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. I went again. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I had an emotional boner. Yeah. A boner. It, it was a bloody good show. It was just... I loved it. Yeah, um, it was good. We've had our Gregs. We've had our Gregs, yeah. And uh, we've tidied up the, uh, the apartment. Because we're nice, decent people. Yeah. We're clean. And it's currently Oops. 20 past 10 and we're going to head out in a little bit. So, well, thank you for listening to episode three of Sin and Gin. If you want to message us or any ideas or want to talk about or... You want to send us hate mail? This is my address. Yeah. One One street name. (laughs) Um, Town. (laughs) Message us at sinandginpodcast at gmail.com. One, two, three, four. Sin and gin. Sin and gin. Talk about things that other people put in the bin. Yeah.